What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Hello Uncomfortable Hello, and Truth. welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. I've got a really uncomfortable intro, but it's un- uncomfortable for me because I'm embarrassed about it. And so I, I didn't want to mention it on the last one, but I'm just going to talk about it and get it out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has nothing to do with bodily functions. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> if you see a guy in Longview driving around, Asking in a white expedition, a newer 21, 22, 23 model, asking if you want to buy a projector, it's a scam. Don't ask me how I know. It's uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to buy a projector? Like an 8K projector. And he's driving around in this nice vehicle, so you automatically think, man. The story is... Man, I've, I ordered these projectors for a job we have to do up in Mount Pleasant. They sent me two more than I need, and I'm selling them for cheap. Has invoices, has a website, has a LinkedIn page, showed me his license, turned the projector his on, dri- tested His driver's it. license? Yes. Why would he even feel the need it's, to it's show you? Because I asked him because I thought it was a scam. Oh, wow. I mean, all Tex- kinds. Texas driver's license? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's fake. Probably. So, yeah, if, if that happens to you. Dude, this guy went above and beyond on not this Not only game. that, like, I was at Lowe's, right? And I'm pulling up with a truck and trailer. I've got this big old massive uh, tub shower insert mm-hmm. that I'm taking back because it wouldn't fit in the house. That was, my like, my first uncomfortable moment yesterday. I bought it, drive to Jefferson, can't get it in the house. Then I'm taking it back. I took it back to Marshall. They wouldn't take it back because they don't have it in stock. Then I have to go back to Longview to take this massive thing. And he pulls up and said, hey, man, I've got this button. And I, and I hear him, and I'm like, I just spent 30 minutes at Lowe's and Marshall for them to tell me after I brought it in, for them to tell me that they can't take it back. And and I'm like, bro, can you help me unload this thing? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, sure, dude. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'll be over in just a second. Like, Great. So, like, the whole thing was a very clever interaction. Wow. How oh. how how much was he discounting the projectors? So these things are listed for like eight grand a piece. Mm-hmm. He was putting them in a school. Like this whole story, man, was sure, legit. Sure, like I, I admire the guy. Besides selling stuff, and the projector works. It's a decent projector. It's just not worth what he's saying what, that they're worth. What was he asking? He was. He didn't Did he say. say? He I didn't just say. told. I just told him. I give you like twelve hundred bucks for it. Right. That's right. what I have in my budget for this property that I'm putting a theater room. Like, all these things lined up. Right. Yeah. And uh, he was like, man, you know, I'm losing money, but, like, they gave them to me for free, so I'm not losing money. He even went as far. This is interesting. This is the just the psychology of a salesman mm-hmm. that's peddling. I Thank you. The psychology of a <laughs> manipulating Ponzi scheme. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. Hey man, I'm I'm giving this to you at a major discount, but I want your future business. Here's my sale. Uh, we do security cameras, all kinds of stuff. Wow. Tell your buddies I've got one more I can sell. Like went really far with so this. So how did you find out that it wasn't what you just did some research when I got home. And I did research when I had him there, looking looking up the projector. All this stuff is stuff that he's built to come up in 
Like he has spent a lot of time and work building your search results so that the first five to eight things that come up are what he wants you to see. Right. Mm -hmm. Pretty nuts, wow. right? That is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, but it does work. You know, if people it does work. I mean, if, it, it's it's a it's a working projector. You can hook a Roku up to it, and it's it's fine. I mean, it's better. I bought a projector off Amazon last year for 150 bucks. It's better than that one. Sure, um, huh. but it's not an eight thousand dollar projector. No, it's not a twelve hundred dollar projector. And I got a screen too, but it's not. It's probably worth four hundred bucks. Is what I would have paid for it if I actually found that brand. Right. And mm -hmm. so. I wow. feel like an idiot. I called the bank to cancel the check. This is like two hours later because I was checking it out. It already cashed, gone. Oh, man. Yeah. Huh. It's embarrassing. <laughs> and I had to tell my wife about it. I was like, babe. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? Wow. She thought it was really funny. I was like, quit laughing at you me. You know what's I'm crazy right. to me is if, if people like that guy, that con artist or whatever you want to call him, would put that much effort Dude. into just being a normal, everyday guy that uh, could go out there and yeah. sell cars or sell something that brings people value, right? Yes. Um, like legit, legally. Uh, he would still be successful. He absolutely would. He 100%. was a, a great salesman. He. So Brandon asked me, "What did you learn?" And I said, "I'm I'm still I'm still working through that because any any interaction, if we don't learn from it, then that was just." a wasted sure amount of money yeah first of all i was trying to figure out why i was targeted not from a not from a standpoint of why me sure. from a standpoint of what makes me look like somebody that kind of sounds like you targeted me. him because you asked him to help you well, and that goes kind of back to the law of reciprocity of he helped me do something and i wanted to help him right, right. but I, I think uh one of the things i learned is that if you're in a situation like that and Somebody's really good as a salesman, and they're throwing information at you, bam, 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 bam. It doesn't give you time to think. Mm -hmm. And then that's what he did. He's really good at it. I'm curious, I was, was he walking up to you when you said, can you help me? He was driving by. Just driving by? Yeah. And you flagged him down and said, can you help me? No, he asked me about his Okay, so stuff. he stopped first. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so that kind of goes into people not really being what they say that they are. Mm -hmm. And that you had an interaction not too long ago I at did. your shop where you had some, not not that, but somebody saying something and it not really lining up with who they really were. I did. I did. Now, are we going to open up in prayer real yes. quick? Yeah. I hope you I'll be open. Sure. Father, we just come to you this morning and uh, we just pray that you would just um, continue to walk with us through this platform of just spreading your name and glorifying your name, Lord, um, spreading the good news of your gospel. Or we, uh, I just thank you for these men in this room and, and I thank you for, um, our families. I pray that you would just continue to watch over us throughout this year, help this to be a year full of wonderful things in your name and, uh, be with us on this particular podcast. God, just help us to spread your gospel today we ask this in your name amen amen amen, amen. so yeah there's um uh being in the sales industry you know um you, you got good ones and bad ones kind of yeah. like the you know and you you got people who put a lot of effort towards being being bad and uh and you get a lot of a lot of you know people i think salesmen as a whole because i and i can speak on this because i've been in sales for 20 years right 
Mm-hmm. So I, I am a bona fide salesman. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and uh, so um, uh, it's it's interesting just to see the effort that people that on the bad side of things, you know, con artist mm-hmm. or uh, crooked salesman uh, will go into the length that they'll go into and the effort that they'll put out in order to um, make a little money. Yeah. And uh and and it just blows my mind. It always baffles me because I'm like, wow, if they would just use that effort and that uh, you know for good, for a positive they could, manner. They could really be they could really be successful yeah. on the right side of the table, you yeah, know. Absolutely. I <laughs> and, agree. Uh, it it's nuts, but you know, being in sales, I'm constantly interacting with customers and clients and and it's something I've been doing uh the the entirety of my adult life and you, you come across some pretty interesting people. And, uh, and you know, one of the things I do is I, I pray for wisdom and discernment, um, you know, almost every day. I try, to, I try to pray for wisdom and discernment every day. And, uh, you know, because the people that I'm interacting with, I want to I wanna be able to discern whether or not they are um, speaking truth, okay, uh, whether or not they are a good person, a bad person, whether or not it's somebody that I want to affiliate with or not. And uh, so... Um, I had a really, uh, interesting thing happen the other day with one of, uh, with one of my clients and, um, I was, uh, heading over to their house and, um, you know, we were, we were, uh, look, looking at some stuff and going to, going to do, uh, a, uh, a, a review, uh, kind of a new business uh, review. And, um, anyway, uh, whenever I came to the door, he asked me to leave my cell phone outside and I said, Okay. He said, yeah, if you don't mind, can we just uh, leave that on the front porch? I said, sure, why? You know, and uh, he, he said, well, you know, um, he was like, I don't want to sound, you know, super paranoid, but there's, um, you know, people are listening on those cell phones all the time. And I said, yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. And, and I've read articles yeah, about it. True. And I said, sure, man, I'll leave it on the front door, on the on the front porch. And I left it on the little um rail on the front porch and walked inside and and we sat there and uh he said do you mind if i pray i said no not at all and uh so we started off with a prayer so i'm automatically thinking this guy is like a legit christian you know in in the name of jesus christ right everything that he was doing and saying was in the name of jesus christ and deep down inside i do think that the guy has a lot of Christian tendencies, but he kind of goes into, do you believe in spiritual warfare? Let's, he wants to talk about, he doesn't want to talk about what I came there for. He wants to talk about spiritual warfare and what's going on in the, in, in the world today. Okay. And uh, I said, 1,000%, I believe in spiritual warfare. I mean, that is that is a biblical, it's, it's all throughout Scripture. And uh, he said, well, let me tell you a story. And... Um, Basically, he goes into <laughs> he goes into talking about um, the ushering of Antichrist, the ushering in the world of Antichrist, and how we are in the eleventh hour, and talking about uh, end times events. And uh, he goes in in deep detail. And I'm in this guy's house for probably a solid hour, and we're okay. and and this is all for the first hour we're there. I was probably there for an, a total of an hour and a half. For the first hour we're there, he's just telling me all these 
bogus stories. Propag- of, propaganda type, type stuff. It, it, it's more of a fear factor. Okay. Uh, fear mongering, trying to create fear. Uh, and and, and um, he starts talking about how all up, he just moved here and uh, from out off the, uh, he lived on the eastern seaboard and late, out east. And he was like talking about witches uh, and coming to his house and talking about um, how basically he single handedly stopped the ushering in of Antichrist and sat across the table from Satan. And he said, yeah, Satan was talking to me from uh, the same distance from me to you. And he's going in and talking about uh, how the entire time he's speaking to Satan, outside his window is uh, dragons and demons and aliens. And uh, and uh, these alien aircraft are hovering over his house. And he's going, I mean, he's taking this to another level of disbelief, right? Yeah. And the entire time I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this is not biblical. This is not God. <laughs> it's blasphemy. Yeah. Okay. God does. God would never give me or you the ability to single handedly stop in the ushering of of Antichrist. Right. It ain't happening. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bro. Yeah. And uh, and and the guy and a lot of what he's telling me and he's and he's given all these examples in these. Uh, relationships, you know, that he has, and and he's going in, and and it's fear trying to create. I felt like he was trying to create fear in me. Yeah. And the entire time, I felt like seventy five percent of what he's saying was a straight up lie. Okay. He was just lying to me. Yeah. And it was very awkward, and it was very uncomfortable, and it was very like, and this guy, and the entire time, his eyes were just real big, and like just kind of. Gugu ride and it it just it bl- it just really caught me off guard. Right. So what what do you feel like you learned from it? Like what do you like? What yeah. did you take from just like Shane so, was talking about earlier? You know, kind of what he took from sure. that whole situation. You know, um, when I walked out of there, I was like, "Dear God, like what what was that all about?" Mm. You know, and I yeah. was just kind of kind of checking myself, like, "What in the world? Like, why did you just?" <laughs> allow me to experience that or go through that situation. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, I, I think it was kind of like false prophecy type. Um, like this guy is just more, it, it's almost like he was praying to a different God or something. And right. uh, I think, you know, um, I don't know. It was a little, it was a little disturbing, but what it taught me is that, you better kind of know what you're walking into and yeah. you bet and you better be prepared with firepower uh and from a you better be uh educated in scripture and be able to uh come back and say hey well this isn't biblical like that's, where are you where can you point me to yeah. yeah can you point me to a place in scripture to support what you're saying here i think where that, when did god give us the ability to sit down and talk to satan right. and to you know, that's yeah. where I go with it. That's where I like, that's, that's what I think. I, I think it makes me want to like really grab hold of my Bible mm-hmm. and know that everything in that Bible is true. And I need to know all that truth. Yeah. And, it, those situations you know, where we're from here in East Texas don't typically, they don't happen that often. I, I'm sure you get outside of our little bubble here in different areas, and they, they happen more because people 
conjure up beliefs and, and like their own belief system. If you don't believe in God, you believe in yourself, whether it's the devil or whatever. But to have to walk into that situation, it's a good thing that you're in the word and you're prepared and you know what the truth is. But for somebody who may not, mm-hmm. that's a very difficult situ- situation to walk into. And, well, and I forgot to tell you this part. In the entire time that I was there, this guy's spouse was sitting there and would not speak and would not say a word. Oh, that's that's I, really I, awkward. Almost like she was instructed to not say a word. Oh, wow. um, that's interesting. So, super crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing that it makes me think about, which is it's on the polar opposite end of the spectrum, is Amy and I were watching The Chosen last night, and we were watching um, season three, episode three. And this is uh, – have you all watched that episode? No, I, ha- okay. I have. So in that episode, Jesus travels back to Nazareth for the last time. He knows that it's going to be his last time that he's there. And um, it's a new year. And they're celebrating a new year, and and um, they ask Jesus to read some, you know, the law of Moses. It's a tradition, you know, it was a Jewish tradition to read, uh, you know, what Isaiah said in this particular, mm-hmm. um, you know, law of Moses in, in the Torah, and and it, you know, he he reads it, and after he reads it, he uh, sits down with the people uh, that helped raise him. Uh, the rabbi that allowed him to speak in that moment was his rabbi growing up. Okay. He he saw him uh, as a newborn baby from uh, until that point of his life. You know, Jesus is probably 31, 32 years old at this point in his life. And um, Jesus drops the bombshell on him. He drops the bombshell of... Uh, after after he reads this, they're start, he didn't read it all exactly the way that they he he was supposed to read it, and uh, and Jesus says he he breaks it down. The bombshell is he's the Messiah, okay. and and he lets them he lets all the people that have known him his entire life who are awaiting the law of Moses says Isaiah says that the Messiah will come. Mm. There, you know, the rabbi. In, in his introduction of Jesus, s- says, you know, we know that God will send the Messiah soon. Mm. And in the very next moment, Jesus says, I am the Messiah, and I know that y'all have known me, but the only way to the Father is through me. And the guy that you saw born, that you've known your whole life, that threw rocks at your window... Yeah, I'm I'm the Messiah, and they start saying blasphemer, blasphemer. You're blaspheming, you know, and and he's like, no, he's like, you'll see, mm-hmm. you know, just allow me, you know. But they want they they immediately want to kill him okay. because that's what it says you have to do to a blasphemer in the law of Moses in wow. the Torah, and and so. He's like, you're breaking the law of Moses. The last thing Jesus says is, I am the law of Moses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and and they're like, that's it. You know, let's go to the cliff. We're about to throw you off a cliff. Yeah. And and it just made the only reason it made me think about it is because you recognize obviously that that guy was lying. They thought Jesus was lying. 
mm-hmm. you know, that he was the Messiah in this moment. And, and it was just crazy, uh, you know, to think, just think, what would you guys do? Like the person that you grew up with at a young age, that your was be- spiritual. Your right? best friend. Right, your best buddy yeah. uh, or your brother, that was spiritual. You knew they were, they were connected to the Lord, but they come back when they're 31 or 32 and they say, I am him. I am him. Yeah. You can only come to the Father through me, and I'm the Savior of the world. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what would you do? It'd be hard. You know? like, I mean, that would yeah. be crazy. We can't cast judgment on what they did because yes, those are some of, like, they were connected directly yeah. to Jesus. That's right. Yeah. Man, oh, yeah, yeah. If that's that, uh, if that gentleman would have, yeah, started telling me that he was Jesus Christ or something, I, I, I probably just would have got up and walked out. <laughs> yeah, when, when my first thought, uh, I think when I sat down in my truck was paranoid schizophrenia. Right. That was that was my first thought. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this this guy's par- a paranoid schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. But couldn't you argue that the people listening to Jesus in that temple were thinking that he was a Same paranoid thing. schizophrenic? Yeah. Maybe so. Oh yeah, man. Oh, I think I think you can. You know, yeah. That's something to think that's why, about. I mean, that's why it's it's really good to know this stuff. Courtney went through um, a study three or four years ago on Revelation, and she said she she didn't want to do it because it it's hard. Like Revelation's hard to understand. Absolutely. It's yeah. we just. I think there's a there's stuff in here that we don't understand that mm-hmm. we don't have the capability to understand. Mm-hmm. But that's broken down in a way to where the study was broken down in a way to highlight the things that the teacher felt like were clear and, and we were able to understand. She said it was a very eye-opening experience to understand like what, what end times mean. And there's different thoughts on end times and Brandon would Brandon would say don't major in the in the minors like do you know Jesus? Right. Do you love him? Do you follow him? And then study this and, and know when you come into situations. That's an extreme situation, but we also have situations uh, that are not extreme that somebody may be blaspheming based on the blinders that we have in our world today. Yeah. And we need to know, like, man, that's, I love you. That's not biblical. That's right. You know, and, and can I show you? Um, instead of like shaming somebody, I agree. Interest, interesting, interesting, uh, uh, moment. interesting moment. <laughs> yeah, I bet you were just thinking, man. Uh, but again, it makes me think about the people that were sitting there in the temple when Jesus was telling me he's the Messiah. You know, it's yeah. like mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't know. It'd be hard to believe that Shane, yeah, you know, Shane, yeah, you know, that's that's little Shane, yeah, you know, little Jesus you know, is, is claiming to mm-hmm. be the Messiah. I found out later that uh, that guy had been kicked out of several churches. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I think uh, just be on guard. Yeah. Uh, you know, be on guard because there are certainly people out there that, uh, you know, are, are making false claims. And, and uh, at the end of the day, all of our belief system uh, has to be rooted in, uh, in the Word. Do you know how um, people who seek out counterfeit money, counterfeit bills. You know how they're trained? They study the original. They study the truth of what the original looks like. They know every little detail about 
money and what it looks like. And to be able to spot a fake, they know that this should look, they just compare it to the truth. Right. And I think that's how we should walk as well. I agree. For sure. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you being here. Hit those buttons at the bottom. Help us reach more people for Jesus. Go kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.